Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. <laughs> You're in a good place now. Relax, breathe, smile. You've entered into your element, the home of origin, the home of intelligence and beauty, where relevant topics are discussed, where what you think counts, and where superior is the norm. You are listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. You know, we're talking about health. We're talking about how to be healthy. And in the last show we did, I was talking about what it meant to be eating healthy, what it means to eat healthy, what it means to do the right thing by eating what you should, by avoiding the foods that aren't good for you, as well as how to incorporate things now that can better you in the long run. And I wanted to put that show off till later on because it is like a sub show of the last show we did, but I decided we can't put it off. There's no putting it off. We really need to talk about it now because it's really important. And what you do eat changes your entire life. When you're eating well and you're taking care of yourself, it's amazing how well we feel. On the opposite, when we aren't maintaining a certain health code, if we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're eating the foods that we shouldn't be eating, we feel bad. We internalize this. We feel sluggish. We feel stressed. And you know what? We can cause disease that way. And so in that last show that we talked about, we were talking about what it means to be healthy and the fact of how are you supposed to eat, we kind of ended on the talk about sugar. We were talking about refined sugar and how refined sugars are quite poisonous to us. And I, for example, know that I actually can't eat that much refined sugar. I just can't. I mean, I get blotches. My face blotches out. My hands blotch out. I mean, I look like I actually came into contact with poison oak. No candy candy corn for Ashley. No candy corn. Unbelievable. (laughs) The candy corn really failed me this time, okay? It really really made me sad, actually. And and also, no uh, uh, double grease uh, cheese hamburger. For Ashley. (laughs) Ashley does not eat meat. No. (laughs) But Bill likes to talk about that, though, I'll tell you that. You know, Gary joins us tonight in studio, too, to talk to us, uh, with us, and about the concepts of eating well. And and let me ask you a question, Gary, you know, because for me, I have particular times that I eat my meals, I eat a particular amount of meals, and I eat at a particular type of calorie intake. Now, I'm not counting all my calories. I don't have a computer thing that does that. And I know people that do that. But I normally know what I eat and what I'm what makes me feel good. Do you kind of go by that subject line? Or are you more calorie counting? Or do you mostly just liaise-faire? I'm more kind of zen. I just take it as it comes. And when I want to eat healthier, I cut down on the amounts. And one of my issues is I eat too fast and I don't chew enough. So one of the things I work on is eating slower and chewing more 
And uh, sugar is bad. You know, I have been with some planta- sugar plantation owners from Central America, and they know how bad it is. And they won't let their kids and their grandkids eat anything with sugar, but yet they sell huge amounts and export it all over the world. Well, and, and like I said on, on the previous show, it's subsidized. And that's why uh, sugary foods are so cheap. That's amazing, it, it, though. It, you know? the, the plantation owners won't even allow their yeah. kids to eat it. That right. tells you how bad it is. They know. They know. And, yeah. and sugar is bad for you. And I used to not really think that way, but I do think that it actually breaks down the body. I do think that it can contribute to disease. I do think that it breaks down the good things that we have, probably at a cellular level. But, you know, when I'm thinking about eating, you know, I'm really big on, on, on how, I, how I feel and what I want to eat. And I know a lot of people are real regimented and these three meals a day, but I like to have little snacks throughout the day. I'm not a big breakfast eater, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's just not something I like to eat. I drink about, uh, I'd say about 45 ounces of water when I wake up in the morning to clear out my system. That's the first thing that you should do when you wake up is to drink water. Um, and it shouldn't be any sort of chlorinated water. It should be healthy, you know, purified water that really helps you to push those toxins out. I mean, because when we're sleeping, you got all that stuff going on. You got to move that out. So, so don't do like our boy Spencer and uh, drink pool water. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> remember that. <laughs> don't drink chlorinated water. That's hilarious. There are a lot of movies about food in the last five to ten years, like iFood and Food Inc. And they tell people in our generation who didn't know there was a food shortage in the United States. People don't realize there was one. And that's when frozen foods came about. And frozen foods were square for us. That's where the term square meal came. And then the army used that, too, because they put a different food group in each corner. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I never knew that. I never knew that. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. And... uh, you know, there's there's a lot of change in the way we eat. I think it's interesting. I didn't realize there was a, a, a problem with getting the food. And it is interesting. Yeah, I guess you're right. The square meals and you have like that, that the thing that you put in the microwave or whatever, the Nighthawk. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> or in my case, the Hungry Man. Hungry you know, Man. Th- that's, uh, which is horrible, but uh, it sure does, you know, pack well and save well. But, uh, but it, it, you know, and maybe real quick, actually, just to kind of a larger point, you know, World War Two. You know, the, the transition from the Great Depression, then World War II, then the post-war period, really, uh, we just, like, uh, uh, radically changed our eating habits in this country. Because uh, we went from, you know, the Great Depression, where a lot of people didn't have enough food, to, you know, in the war, we learned, uh, you know, about preservatives and, you know, frozen foods and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the, the potato chip, by the way, was invented, you know, during World War Two. I didn't know that. Uh, you know, as, as a, a way to, you know, save food for soldiers. And uh, so then that post-war period, I mean, it just, you know, all of a sudden preservatives and, and processed foods and all that good stuff just took off. Which is so bad for you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I actually, my microwave broke about two months ago. And honestly, I don't really you feel like I need, to, I don't really need <laughs> to fix it. I mean, I don't think it's really good for you. I think any time that I want to microwave something... I could definitely boil it. I could definitely cook it in the oven. I could do something more with it than microwave it. I just don't think that the microwave is maybe a healthy standard, you know, to, to microwave and to heat our food. There's a reason why it's fast, right? Not always fast is not always good. I've no, figured out not. that, you know, the, long, the, the, the slow and steady seems to be okay. And it seems to be healthier. And I just, 
I, I can't agree with a lot of this stuff. And if it did happen with the war and all this happened, that was all to help soldiers. That was all the fact of process and hold it for as many years as possible. I mean, think about those packs that those soldiers had, those ones that were the brown pack that you had to like, mm-hmm. cut open. The, and the, they had, like, the K-ration, yeah. And they had like the boxes of stuff. And I remember the uh, – my one thing as a kid, though, the one addiction I did have was the uh, the space ice cream. Do you remember that? Ah. I thought you were going to say those sugar-flavored straws. Ah, they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat those, too. All sugar, but All flavored. Sugar. The grape ones, yeah. the cherry ones, the lime ones. Nice bright colors, which were they're all different dyes that we loved. <laughs> Red number nine. Yeah. Red Lake uh, number five. <laughs> right? Well, you know, I'm really interested in Eastern medicine. And uh, Eastern medicine teaches something that was act, which is alkaline balance. And the alkaline balance, if you have a correct alkaline balance, you will not get cancer. And everyone who gets cancer, their balance is out of whack. And there was a study, a Harvard study in 1938, where a doctor in this country talked about that, but the American medical world has never really taken that any place. I think that's interesting because I'm big on pH balance of water, and that's something that is very important to me. And there are various waters out there that have more of a, um, a more of an acidic base, more mm-hmm. like a six five. Then you have waters out there that are seven five. You got waters out there that are eights, nines, and depending on what you're drinking, can really help or hurt you. Um, and I even drink some waters that have that are, that are way far off from being from being baseline. That when I drink it, I automatically burp, uh, and mm. I realize this is not the level that I need to be drinking. This right. is too acidic for my body, mm. and and it's so important. You're right, and that's why a lot of this alkaline water is coming out because people are starting to realize: okay, not only is it important for me to drink water, but the pH of that water is important too. The way that I, the way that I take in my food, and let's let's go on and start talking about water because water really is the basis of life. This is the basis for life. It does so many things, and a lot of times people underestimate water. I have friends all the time. I'm looking at one right here in the studio that told me the other day. I said, "How much water are you drink?" He goes, "Well, I drink a lot of lemonade, and there's water in that." And he said, "I drink tea, and there's water in that." And then he said, "And I drink Mountain Dew, and this Mountain Dew is watered down, <laughs> so there's definitely some water in that." And I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" I mean, how many countless people we've had on this show that sit there and point to Big Red and say, that helps them, okay? I'm over here with water all the time. You know, actually, I, I think your sign is Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> you know? get, Pisces but, and I can have a lot of fun it's, together, it's, but it's, it's like not you're, my sign. <laughs> you're, you're part fish. You know, it is pretty funny because people existed forever without water bottles, and there were water fountains everywhere, and now there aren't, and everybody's got to have a water bottle with them. I think that's pretty funny. Plastic water bottles that you have to right. recycle. I recycle them, but they're not really that good for you either. I, I like a. I had a glass jug, and I still use it sometimes. It's a. It's an iridescent. It's like a purple. A glass jug that helps with light and that kind of thing. And I, and I used to carry that around, but it was heavy after a while. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. bam, here's my three-pound jug of water here at the, at the place. And that just, well, you, get, you get a workout that way, lifting it. It's double healthy. You, you get the workout. <laughs> but, you know, water is so important morning, noon, and night, and a lot of people don't realize it. And my big, um, my big contribution to water is this. So let's say, like, you're 130 pounds. I mean, you divide that by two. What is that? Okay, so you got 130 pounds divided by two. That's how many ounces of water that you really should be drinking a day you could do more than that 
but that's really the optimal amount. And so especially if you're traveling or you're drinking a lot of alcoholic beverages or eating a lot of salt and you're holding a lot of water gain, water weight gain, you want to add more ounces of water. And so basically there's like the smart water bottles that I use and I sometimes drink smart water out of it, but other times I drink another water out of it that I actually have in my own house called Rain Fresh. And I just refill the bottle. And some people would argue with me that, yes, it's a number one plastic. It's not a two or three or four or five. It's a number one, so there's still maybe issues with it. However, I still drink out of it, and I think that's the least of my worst evil on that thing. But I will try to drink two of those a day. And if I don't, I don't feel that good. And and if you're trying to get over being sick or anything, if you're not drinking water, it's going to stay with you for longer than it would somebody that does drink water. Absolutely, yeah. Everybody, a quarter of your body is really water, so we need to consume more. Totally true, and, and I and, totally believe you know, it. And, and water, I mean, th- think about it. I mean, you know, it, it cleans stuff out, right? I mean, the water is a cleanser, and uh, so, so the more water you drink, the more it's going to clean out, you know, your, your, your body, your and system. And it raises your metabolism level, right? which is good. And it also helps you to eat less. So anytime that I'm not drinking a lot of water, I always eat more. I always eat more. And it's like when I go into a restaurant nowadays, especially a restaurant that I know that I'm addicted to the food, and I got to be careful, especially a restaurant that serves tortilla chips, you know, ah. a Mexican type love restaurant, you know, and you have the hot sauce and they put that out in front of you and you're like, mm, that looks good. Especially there, I want to drink as much water as I can before I walk in there because I'm going to eat less chips, but I'm also going to retain less Actually, water. Actually, one of the best tips I ever got was that, you know, when you go out to a restaurant and they always give you the, the glass of water that nobody drinks, Right. Well, the tip is chug a lug that glass of water, okay? Because you'll eat less. You know, yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know, one of the things that maybe I wish. I, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, it works for me though. I mean, because uh, uh, you know, I think a large part of the problem uh, with health in our society is at restaurants they serve these humongous portions, right? Where you know you, it's 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 like uh, you would feed like a whole army in other countries. True, and um, yeah, I, but I agree with your water thing. I do it too. The only thing yeah. I'm not a big fan about is when you go to a place though and the water tastes chlorinated or it seems mm-hmm. acidic. Oh yeah, that's the only problem I don't like. Yeah. But sometimes I'll over deal with it and mitigate it based on the fact that it is water. Or other times I'll order something that is you know purified. Right. And sadly enough, we have screwed up our water system a little bit. I mean, it's not as bad as other countries. Okay, God bless, but it's not that great. Right. So when we return, we're talking more about um, water intake as well as alcohol intake and those energy drinks that some people love more than they love life. Stay tuned because Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess, will be back in we'll be back in two. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Shakes. 
Turn it up and jump in the deep end on Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. The water's warm and there's a swim-up bar. Glass of perspective, anyone? Now, here's Ashley. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. You know, we've been talking tonight about health, how to be healthy. You know, being healthy starts with eating. You know, it starts with being honest, but it also starts with how do you eat? How are you eating? What type of eating? What kind of food are you ingesting? And what type of food is helping and what is hurting? But right when we left for break, we were discussing about water. And water is the basis of what we consume. Water helps us to eliminate waste, toxins, whatever in our body. It also helps to cleanse our body, but it also helps all other types of processes that the body needs, even to help with the spinal fluid, even to sustain things that are actually taking place in your brain. The neurotransmitters need water to be able to do what they need to do. There's a reason for water. There's a reason why basis, the water is the basis of humanity. And it's interesting, if you look in the past about how the changes have gone from civilization to civilization, the movements were normally devised to be around water. There's a reason why we have to have water. You have to have water to live. And a lot of times, because we live in a society now that has all this innovation, a lot of people don't feel like they need that much water or they don't know how much they need. And I know that I know some people that will drink one eight-ounce glass of water when they're brushing their teeth in the morning and they're done, you know? They're like, that's all I want of that, val- that awful, awful-tasting stuff. And it's just like, I, don't, I think water tastes pretty good. I mean, I personally like water. And I know that there's scientists that have actually done studies on water, actually freezing water elements and being able to slice off pieces of it, looking at it under a microscope and being able to see that water actually in its, in its fine... Um, on on untampered format actually looks like snowflakes. Mm. Actually, looks like actually you can see crystals. the snowflakes and the yeah. crystals in the water. Now, when it has been meddled with and tampered with, and we have chlorine and what have you, it normally looks like a blob. Um, also, the interesting thing about water is they've done tests on it, especially in Japan and other um, scientists, where they actually put like the word love on a piece of paper and tape it to the side of the water bottle. And that water, after they've tested it, is higher charged than regular water. They've also tested water where they put I hate you or sat there and said I hate you, I hate you, I hate you over and over again. And that water becomes negatively charged. And when they look at it under the microscope when frozen, it just looks like black blobs like it's interesting but actually so you remember on um ghostbusters you remember mm. the the goo yeah and how it responded to positive or negativity right that's what water does interesting so are you about to put happy water in the convenience stores oh that's a great <laughs> idea right uh, you heard it oh here first God. ashley burgess has the patent oh uh, that's awesome well, i guess i guess gary and i both have the patent <laughs> we'll add you in there bill yeah thanks, thanks gary yeah i'm glad you brought that All up right that's throw me a crime thing. ashley that's it's, it's a put love you know they actually just had a water that came out that was love on the bottle I thought that was a soda brand. No, it's actually a water brand. Okay. It was at Whole Foods. I saw it. And it was only, okay, cool. it's only $2 for like eight ounces. <laughs> but I needed the bottle. So I was like, got to take that bottle with me for an experiment. You know, so I bought the bottle of water, drank the water in one second, and then I tried to use it for an experiment. But it's very interesting. I mean, because if you think about it, we also relate to positive or negative charge by people telling us how great we are or, we lo- or they, they love us as well as when people are mean and angry and, and are hatred and, and show hate toward us. We also feel. And because we are so much made up of water, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes perfect sense. And and I think that's funny that the Ghostbusters use that kind of concept too, because it kind of reminds you of what water basis is. They probably just use that instead of you know the goo. Yeah. But yeah, so water is the basis of how we live. But let's talk about alcohol. Ah, demon rum. 
Let's talk about the alcohol. How much are we drinking? What are we drinking? And how does it make you feel? And man, I know that there's a difference between certain alcohols. And I'll be honest with you. I know people that love scotch, but I don't really think that scotch and certain dark alcohols treat people that well. And every time I see people that drink it, they, they, they do get trashed faster than I've ever seen, which is, I guess that's a blessing in disguise. However, a lot of times the same people look older, but also they feel worse. It's almost like their their liver feels it more than certain clear liquids, clear, certain clear liquors, as well as I think that it actually stays in the system longer. Well, here's, here's the thing about alcohol, Ashley. Um, we've actually been drinking alcohol since prehistoric times, all right? prehistoric human beings figured out a long time ago how to either brew or distill certain fruits or grains. Okay. Um, you know, the ancient Egyptians, you know, uh, are credited with coming up with the first beer recipe. Uh, but, uh, who knows pat that, that person on the back, you know, but, but who knows if they, if they actually got it from somebody else, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, so the you aliens, know, um, Chinese, yeah, them or or uh, yeah or, or some other people who are no longer around, you know, um, and uh, so we've been drinking alcohol for a long, long, long time. All right, uh, and, and it's it's so much so that it's actually part of most cultures around the world. It, it's just how we socialize with each other. We get together more than than a group of three. There's likely going to be alcohol involved. Group of one for some people. Yeah, yeah there you <laughs> We're go. Glad about that. You know, and to, to the to the point actually where alcohol a lot of times is used in religious ceremonies. Often, you know, um, it, you know. It, of course, the most famous example in modern days is, is the Catholic Church, right? Uh, but uh, you know, the I Catholic- will not do that. When I was a kid, I was raised in a Catholic church, and I could not believe that they had like four or five gla- glasses or you know chalices of wine where they had to like you drink, and then they they smear off your 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 lip prints and they moved the glass over just a little bit and i was like ew (laughs) i'm like i'm thinking you know i don't you know in the lutheran at least you get like the little cups you know like the little glasses but no 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 catholic and they started changing that a little bit but for the most part you were told if you were sick it's part of the jewish service also i I was i was going to say i mean uh, and there's an actual prayer over wine yeah catholic church is only the most uh uh uh, famous example you know uh, uh, wine in in judaism goes back far uh, uh before christianity but I thought it had to be kosher wine. No. Well, it depends. It can be kosher wine, but people drink all different wines, depending yeah. how uh, religious they are. But they always say the blessing over it when it's right, related. Right. It's but a also, one-line blessing. Well, I had a lot of friends that are Jewish that are practicing Jews that do not drink wine unless it's kosher. Well, then they're probably Orthodox. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's... That's more religious. Yeah. That's what more, you know, the, the, the kosher dietary laws. Oh, I know. Um, but also, I mean, you know, the ancient Greeks, you know, ha- had an entire god, you know, an entire cult devoted to just wine drinking. Okay. Uh, so, Bacchus? Yeah. No, no well, that that's the, uh, yeah, well, yeah, actually, you're right. I mean, that, that's the Roman Oh, that's version. how the orgy started. The, Bacchus. The Dionysus was the Greek version. Uh, and Bacchus, Bacchus was, was, the the, was the Roman, Roman version. Roman, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so so the point, yeah, Ju- whether it's Judaism or whether it's you know, ancient Greek or Roman or Indian or ancient Chinese, you know, alcohol is it, it, such a part of our culture that uh, you, you, know, you can't hardly get away from it. And then dying from being unhealthy has been part of our culture, too, for a long time. Absolutely. I mean, like, nobody's ever said that alcohol is going to give you the fountain of youth. And, and I think the thing is, is using that in moderation. I think that a lot of times we underestimate what alcohol can do, being that it's legal. 
okay, we get it, we buy it. It's legal. A lot of us go. I mean, you know, especially especially in California, we can buy it at the at you know at the CVS. You go and they have liquor, not just beer and wine, at the CVS. And you think, well, it's being sold all over. I mean, it's at the grocery store. I mean, it can't be that bad. But the problem is that a lot of times we don't realize that. There is a limit on intake on alcohol. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what it does do to the body, what it does to, to dry us out, why you have to drink more water, why you have to take care of yourself, but even more than that, what it does to specific, you know, organs. Well, and you know, Gary, I mean, as long as alcohol has been around, there's also been penalties for drunkenness. <laughs> you know, DWIs, I mean, driving under the influence. The, think, think about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, the the, the uh, ancient uh, uh, code of Hammurabi. You know, the, 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 the law code. I mean, the, there was penalties against public drunkenness. You know, I didn't know um, about that. So, uh, uh, well, you got well, you got them now. You got uh, you know, under the influence, yeah. you can get penalties. You can get thrown in jail for for being too so, drunk in public. So I, 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 I'll, I'll uh, kind of wrap this up, uh, Ashley. Uh, so well, I, yeah, you, that'd you be know. good. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to st- just ask you about the progression of where alcohol is now because people can afford people that can afford it are getting filtered alcohol. You know, like uh, Kettle One was filtered several times, and that started a whole trend, and a lot of people are into organic wines because they don't have the histamines that are causing issues and causing hangover so i think things are moving along in a healthier way within alcohol well i agree and i mean you know i'm a, I'm a big proponent of kettle one <laughs> and and the other thing is tequila and we both love tequila and you know <laughs> tequila, tequila is the only alcohol the u.s government does not classify as a depressant oh it's not a depressant it, it actually it actually raises it actually doesn't depress and every other alcohol does and it's interesting right. how actually tequila actually raises it also helps you uh I don't know. It gives you an overall feeling of, of, of well-being sometimes, too. <laughs> too much, so <laughs> Too much, it gets a little crazy. I think right. we need a little now. <laughs> we should have some. I actually had a tequila drink the other day. It was probably about two months ago, and it was tequila and chartreuse. Wow. Yeah, and it was called the Mexican Monk, and they put uh, slices of just uh, a fresh jalapeno in there. Mm. Stick it in there. I was good. But that chartreuse, that's got a lot of calories. Yeah, it does. That's yeah, got that's a some lot. Night. I was like, why am I gaining a pound? What did this happen now? But here, here's the thing, uh, Gary. On the on the flip side of that coin, she's allergic to beer. Hmm. I am allergic to did beer. Did you know that? Didn't Hops know and it. barley. Like it's so, I can take one sip of it. I get the red eyes, the red nose, the red cheeks. I mean, I do. I look like a Kennedy. You know, I look wow. pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you said that on a previous show. That's hilarious. funny. Yeah. I mean, I do. Well, I look like I'm hanging out at Chappaquiddick. Yeah, okay, slide some... them all this way. I have no allergies to anything. You're lucky. That's lucky. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people listening tonight probably do have an allergy. And now, you know, peanut allergies become rampant, especially with yeah. children. I mean, are there, there are some children that can't even be in the vicinity mm-hmm. of an open package of peanuts. Right. Um, you know, I, I understand that. I mean, I have an allergy to sesame seeds and sesame oil because sesame seeds and sesame oil are so cheap. It's a cheap product. People use it all the time, especially in like sushis and, and, and Thai food and certain different foods. And so it is hard when I go to certain restaurants to have anything to eat. I mean, it's like, has, 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 what, why do you have to put sesame seeds on everything? But it's a cheap way of changing the taste up a little right, bit. Right, right, right. You know, and so I think everybody listening tonight might have an allergy, whether it's peanut, whether it's sesame seeds. 
I mean, it could even be uh, an allergy to natural occurring latex. A lot of people will think that latex is just something that's manufactured. But natural occurring latex can occur in various fruits and vegetables like avocados, like bananas have natural occurring latex, where if you are allergic to regular latex, you would be allergic to that. It might actually show up by eating the, pro- the product maybe two or three times and your throat might start feeling like it's closing up. You might start getting scratchy throat breaking out on your back, hives, um, that is a direct sign that you have an allergic reaction to um, to natural occurring latex. So when we return, we're going to be talking more about those energy drinks that people like to drink, as well as chocolate. Are you eating it, and what kind is Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The best kind. So stay tuned because Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess, will be back in. We'll be back in two shakes. This is Jake Busey, and you're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. You know, we're talking tonight about what makes you healthy. What makes you healthy? What constitutes health? And the biggest thing is how we eat. What are we eating? What are we drinking? What are we ingesting? What are we putting into our body to create fuel? Are we putting something in our body that makes us feel good? Are we putting something in our body that doesn't? Are we putting something in our body that tastes good initially, but really just is awful? on the organs in our body in general. And so we're talking about water. We're moving on right now to the concept of these energy drinks. You know, a lot of people are really proponents of these energy drinks. I know people that drink them, I don't know, by the case a week. You know, it's their thing. And and if it's not an energy drink, it's a soda. And I, I eliminated sodas about three years ago. And I remember when I did it, wow. The first three days, I felt amazing. I was like, look at me. Okay, I'm not drinking any Diet Cokes anymore. And I touted about it and I told everybody about it. But by day four, I felt funky. Like yeah. I felt slow. I didn't feel like I could think. It was almost the same as I felt when I quit smoking, uh, where I would use cigarettes to think. Okay, like I would have the, the epiphany and I'd, I'd be smoking a cigarette going, wow, it's a great idea. But then when I quit, there I am on the news going, oh, oh, God, something, something come into my mind. And the same thing happened with the soda. After day four, I was like, 
I had a headache. It was a mild headache because I didn't drink that much soda, but I know some people that had actual migraines when they got off of soda, and it hurt. And for two weeks, I felt like an idiot. Like, I felt like just an idiot. Like, there was nothing I could come into my head about. Everything I was thinking of was kind of mushy. I felt like I had, like, I felt like I had, like, a sinus head. You know how you feel when you have your sinuses real bad and you kind of feel, like, disjointed and you probably took something that makes you feel a little out of it? That's how I felt. Hmm. But I'm glad I gave it up. I'm so happy I gave it up because that stuff is, it's rotten. Yeah, I mean, and and I I went through the same thing a a few years ago uh, where I just decided, okay, I'm drinking way too much uh, soda. And uh, so I kind of went on a on cold turkey where I stopped, and uh, and I felt better after a few days. You um, felt better, yeah. You know, and well, how I, long did you stay off of it though? I, for for almost six months. Wow, almost six months. Why'd and, you go back? Well, because my work schedule changed, and it got real funky where I was working like overnight shifts mm-hmm. and in in short turnaround shifts where I need I needed because I'm not a coffee drinker for one thing. Why not? Um, I I just don't like the taste of coffee. Uh, never, never developed a taste for it, uh, but I felt like I needed that caffeine shot, you know, to stay awake. Um, so, uh, so I, I got to where I was only drinking sodas at work. I got this stuff from this company the other day. They sent me a package. It's a big box of it. It's like um, it's like a spray. It's like a spray nozzle. It looks like mace. Okay. And it's actual sprayable caffeine. And you're supposed Whoa. to spray it on your neck. <laughs> That's it's supposed funny. to work. I'll get you some. Well, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you're like, well, no. And also, too, I mean, they, they make these caffeine pills, right? You know, the Vibrin or, you know, caffeine pills. And, oh. uh, uh, the, you know, I, I tried those for a while, but I was like, uh, no. I, I mean, like my heart was just going, you know, <laughs> like that all the time. Were you scratching your head um, all the time, too? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, can't, I don't remember about that but I'm, I'm glad you want to talk about energy drinks because for the same reason of the, of the caffeine pills i don't like or i don't trust the energy drinks because i think that's too much caffeine and too concentrated a form what do you think about that gary well you know i used to drink a lot of caffeine i'm a coffee drinker so i i just stopped drinking the huge amounts and got it down to i have an espresso or a cappuccino in the morning and then one or two cups at work but i was the guy who would have a espresso and a pot of coffee before going to work at wow. eight thirty. and um wow. at first you know i was tired when i stopped consuming the caffeine and now that i just have a little bit it's like no difference and i don't need any energy drinks i just don't and i'm an old guy and always active and you know you just cut out the bad habit i agree and i it's interesting i i when i gave up the sodas and everything i never had a taste for coffee either i wasn't i wasn't a coffee drinker but I guess in the last few months, I've I, I become a, a coffee drinker. But I drink one six ounce or eight ounce, you know, cup of coffee with just, uh, you know, just Starbucks, a, just a half. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't need that. That's too glorified. Um, I, and, <laughs> it's too much. You know, I mean, it's like I walk in there, and I feel crazy. I'm standing there. I go, I, I'm asking for a medium something. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. I, I, I'm standing in some line behind somebody that's ordering something that I have no idea what it is. And every time I get coffee there, you know, it's just I, I don't need all that pomp and circumstance. And I don't like mm-hmm. the idea that the stuff has all been sitting over there for a while, too, the half and half and all. Because all I need is two of those non-dairy creamers um, or, or just a little bit of half and half and no sugar, no sugar. And, and so basically black with just a little bit, and I'm good. And it doesn't have to be any expensive uh, coffee. It could be 7-Eleven coffee, it don't matter. Yeah, I consume those, uh, the non-dairy ones. But what really scares me is when you see a cup, 
and you see the residual and it's hardened and you've got to think, well, it's doing the same thing in our to, bodies. To, to, to the That's lining scary. of your stomach, yeah. I'm talking so, about the liquid ones, though, that have right, no... That have right, no, um, so am I. You are? I've but never seen any you, residue of mine. Well... You're a lot healthier with half and half or even full, you know, Milk. cream, normal cream. Yeah. I normally do just half and half, just a little bit of the half and half, and it works out great. I mean, just enough to take the black out of there. But I'd cut down on caffeine, so if there's a night when I need that little go power, then I have a cup of coffee or an espresso, and I feel like it will do more because I'm not in the habit of consuming so much. Now, how about this, Ashley? Uh, instead of coffee, I drink tea. And I'm talking black tea, like uh, you know, English style. Or... I've been drinking tea lately too. And uh, I, I mean, just with with like you know, non dairy creamer and and uh, you know, uh, like a sugar substitute, like uh, Splenda or or whatever. Oh, Splenda's bad for you. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't want it. Any of those that, that that's that's a bad product. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Splenda, aspartame. Yeah, uh, I think it, all that's bad. It's all bad. Just I've get got, used to the taste without it. You well, can do it. I, I can't. Honey, I've, then I've, use honey. I've got to have some sweetener. Use and local gobe. honey will, if you consume local honey every day, you never have allergy problems. It really helps with allergy problems. It does. Well, it, I'll, I'll try that then. It's like it's like bee pollen, you know, if you get bee pollen. But it, when it's local, it helps you with local allergies. You know, so you don't want to get the stuff from a different state. You want well, to get the stuff. Well, I just from went through a bat of allergies, so actually, I'll I'll try that then. Try it out. Yeah. But yeah, it, once you get off of the sweeteners, you don't need it. Like anytime I have sweet lose tea by the taste. accident, same oh. with salt. Just yeah. lose the taste, and you won't miss it. I just don't eat salt in anything. And when you get ne- something that's salty, it neither burns my mm-hmm. lips. Because I, I, mean? I figure most foods have salt in them already. Absolutely. You know, especially Correct. especially your processed foods. You, know, you don't want I mean, to be eating those either. It's, it's like uh, you know, it, it's it, you know, I, I see people who will, you know, they'll, they'll go to a restaurant and uh, the, you know, the first thing you do is grab the salt shaker and it's just like they haven't know. even tried the food. I know. <laughs> I, I, I've eaten in some people's houses where literally my lips burn. Where my lips mine burn. too. Mine it's too. like oh my god, and I'm just and I just know what that's doing to my body. And they're all over there just trying to drink as much water as possible. But yeah, you want to eliminate sugar. You want to eliminate sugar substitutes. You want to eliminate salt from your diet. All these things are not good. Um, let's move on to the concept of chocolates because I think chocolates are interesting. I think um, chocolate for some people means one thing and means another. And I'm big. I'm a big proponent on very good organic dark, dark chocolate. Well, one of the things we can teach our listeners is the way to know real chocolate from candy that's flavored like chocolate. Only real chocolate will have cocoa butter in it. If you don't see that on the ingredient list, it is not chocolate, even though it's labeled chocolate. Good point. That's yeah. so true. There's a lot of just junk candy that's you know, marketed as chocolate. It's not. You know, I'm experienced in this. My first promotional product were chocolate chips for casinos. So I learned all about chocolate and visited a lot of chocolate places. That's cool. Yeah. I, I eat chocolate from, like, you know, small craft places, especially they have some new ones that are coming up in Mexico and what have you. Very interesting, very good dark chocolate. Um, it, and it feels good. I mean, like, you know, it, it, but it's it's a taste. You have to develop the taste. And with any of this stuff, I know that some people are going, well, man, I like the I like the, you know, the milk chocolates, and I want the Hershey's. 80%. Yeah, and it's just like, this isn't, you know, that's not, it, it's all sugar, too. And the, and the darker the chocolate is, the better it is for you, the better the antioxidant, you know, that you can have for it. And it's it's almost the same as when you're drinking, like, one glass of red wine. You know, I think it's called Restrol or whatever that, and it's, mm-hmm. it's R-E-S-E-T-T-R-O-L. And that actually helps with your heart 
but it really helps as a really um, powerful antioxidant that can help uh, prevent disease. Yeah. yeah, I think Belgium has the best chocolate in the world, too. You do? Yeah, absolutely. Not, not Switzerland? No. They have milk no, chocolate. No, they were the first to market milk chocolate, and they were good at marketing. Ah. But Belgium has the finest. Okay. I'm going with Mexico right now. I mean, some of these areas in Mexico, like Cabo, I had some chocolate that was out of their, out of this world. Very expensive. Though. They're very proud of their chocolate. I mean, like, you know, a, a chocolate bar was like $22 at the airport. Holy I moly. I was like, holy crap. But, you know, it, it's, 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 it's dark chocolate, and it's, it's just... It's just really, really good. Well, it was like a fine wine, you know. You don't want to. You don't want to eat too much of it. I, I tell you, Ashley. I, I, so I have a confession to make. Okay, uh, milk chocolate is my crack. <laughs> I'm just completely. You finally to it. said it. I, it's, I'm just addicted to it. I love it and, with and nuts or just I'm, plain. What kind either, of you like? Either or. Caramel. Wow. I mean, uh, you know, caramel, you know, I mean, uh, you know, all, all, all that stuff. You know, basically, you know, think of the, you know, the Seven Eleven or the, you know, the convenience store. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Her- Her- Hershey's Kisses is my favorite. The regular ones? Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just a chocoholic and, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I honestly try to eat healthy, but you know, th- throughout the day, you know, healthy breakfast, you know, and then, you know, leafy salads for, uh, lunch and, uh, you know, green vegetables for, for dinner with whatever else I'm eating. But man, it's like, here's a confession last night, um, uh, you you know what Dairy Queen is? Mm-hmm. Okay, DQ Country. Yeah, DQ Country. <laughs> yeah, and because I mean, you know, there I grew up in West Texas, so so those are like all over the place where I grew up, right? So last night I binged. Ashley, I I went and had a medium chocolate extreme Blizzard. Oh my god! And you know was, they don't care about that. Their their food's the worst. I mean, talk about <laughs> marketing. Okay, they had the Belt Buster. Yes. Now, how appealing is the Belt Buster when you think about it? Which, which you know, I mean, and it's not, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I know. Oh, I've, I I've enjoyed belt. it. <laughs> I mean, right. It's, it's like, so I, I just, it's from another era. I was just craving chocolate last night. And, well, I'm uh, glad that you're honest you with know, us. I mean, we needed to get this out. I mean, you know, this whole addiction process. Yeah, I mean, first, you have yeah, to admit the problem. He might need a chocolate support group. I think he might. We'll find one. We'll find some people <laughs> I, that can help you I, out. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure there is like a you know 12-step program because uh, uh, I, I could probably go through it. Cause I, Hi, I, Bill. But everybody has their favorite junk food from when they grew up. Yeah. You know, it might have been Dairy Queen if you're in Texas. It might have been Skyline if you're Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, New York might be something else and California, but everybody and the memory in and out burger california there you go (laughs) in and out Uh uh-huh oh god yeah last time i ate there i got like mucho mucho sick (laughs) i bet you did oh my god so i tried to eat some fries and that was that was the end all be oh for the next four hours i felt like crap and just was mad at everybody just had attitude 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 stay tuned we return we're talking more about chocolate and more about the sauces and butters that we consume on a daily basis perspectives with your host me ashley burgess we'll be back in we'll be back in two shakes Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Show you what you want to see and take you where you want to be. Get in here and give us your perspective. We're listening. You're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. You know, we're talking tonight about what makes you healthy. How can you be healthy? And one of the main constitutes of being healthy is what? Eating well. Doing what's right for you. Eating that, that works for you. Eating that's good for you. And a lot of times, you know, in our society and the things that we love aren't necessarily what we should be eating. And, you know, Bill just gave his confession right now. I mean, we weren't in Catholic Church, but he gave his confession <laughs> anyway. And that's totally cool. And he basically had this blizzard at this restaurant. Um, and he loved it. And he liked it a lot. And we're allowed to have those treats Ever now and again, but when we're making this a, a, a situation where it's a weekly thing or a monthly thing, it's probably not that good. However, if we're avoiding foods and then binge eating, that's a bad that's a bad deal. And so for you to eat that, it wasn't the best. But if you were going to go out and binge eat a pound of Hershey's Kisses, that probably would have been not as good either. You know, that, and that was happens. another night. For me. Was, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I'll tell you about that night another time. So that was Saturday night when yeah. I had that. So you know, but chocolate is really good, and if you're going to eat chocolate, you want to eat really good, dark quality chocolate um, that obviously has the proper ingredients in it and it's not being touted as chocolate and it's just a mere candy or chocolate substitute. So let's talk about that butter and those sauces that everybody likes to eat. And you know, it's funny how people eat usually when they're at home, they eat different than when they're at a restaurant. And I think that's funny. My whole life, I've had issues with butters and sauces and I just can't eat them. I can't process them. And so when I was younger, when I was like seven or eight, I wouldn't really speak up. But then about nine, I started speaking up and I remember telling the waiters or waitresses, please, um, um, leave the butter or oil off, and they were looking at me like I was a crazy kid. And they'd look at my parents usually and go, is this real? I mean, am I supposed to listen to her? They'd be like, yes, please write this down. And I wanted everything plain with no oil, no butter on it, because I knew it would make me sick. Um, and so it, it's very interesting, though, how people don't eat like that at home, but then they go out and they have hollandaise sauce or bernays sauce or a butter topping with the lump crab, you know, on the top of this, on top of that, with some bernays on that, and some butter this and butter that. And then they wonder when they're leaving the restaurant, I just don't feel that good. You know what? That sounds mighty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, I knew I was going to paint a picture for Gary on that. Well, one. I, I grew up on the you know Southern style heart attack special you know type food, and uh, you know not not just fried, but also you know soak it in butter. Well, yeah, my my grandmother. I remember when she used to make peas, green green peas. Now, right. Okay, let's talk about the green pea deal. The green peas start as good good people. <laughs> they start that it's a good quality item. It wants to be eaten. It wants to be healthy. But my grandmother would make that and put it in a pan and then take a block of butter. Right. Lando Lake butter. Right. 
and stick so, so, it in. So not the tub, but we're, we're talking about the, the block. The stick. Yeah. The stick. The stick but of the butter. world's progressed. You know, your grandmother probably looked at it as the good life. She could afford it. She had it and was making your food richer. And that's the way it was perceived then. We know more now. Well, yeah. I mean, like when I was younger, my parents might, you know, my parents were were middle class and, and they, you know, they did their best. But at the same point, the steak and baked potato was the sign of opulence. Right. Right. And so just had, the cigarettes were, too. Oh, yeah. You had that, you know, Scott's cigarettes, you know, and my mom would make steak and baked potato, you know, with all the fixings and all the dressings on there. And let's get a little holiday sauce on the side. And that was considered high life. And and that's the best I ate. And I remember after each meal going, God, I don't feel that good. But, I mean, I'm, this is what we're supposed to be eating. And, you know, my mom would talk about how she didn't have steak when she was a kid. I mean, you know, it was just all they had. And so a lot of times you're right. We think about what's good in the form of what we've been deemed to think is good or what was a high quality or what was expensive. Food as a reward instead of a nourishment. And right. I still have that problem. I you think do? about it that way. Or, or f- yeah. f- food, maybe we should f- view food as a medicine almost. Well, see, it, the thing know? is that food becomes addictions to people. And, that, and that's True. one of the sidebar mm-hmm. of the addiction is when you sit there and use it as a reward. I mean, foods can be used as rewards in very small times because it's really interesting because there's a difference between eating to, to be healthy and eating for sustenance or eating for reward or eating to fill a void or eating for other reasons. And that's why there's a real there's a real concern that I have when we're talking about what healthy means when we're talking about eating. Because most of the time when we're eating for our health or we're eating for sustenance, we eat high quality, we eat better, we eat what's good for us. But when we're eating for maybe just comfort food, okay? right? that's a good example. There's a reason they call it comfort food. Emotional yes. reasons for yeah. eating. Yes. Like, yeah. the, like chicken fried steak. With the gravy and all the fixings is not healthy, okay? No, absolutely it's not. not. But, absolutely but not. if you're going through some sort of depression and you go and you go, let's go to the southern cookery place down here and, you know, I'm going to get some of this and I'm going to eat this and that, you know, and, you're, and you get, the, you get the, you know, the sugar tea and the this and that and you eat it and maybe you feel better. For oh, me, I always feel worse. Southern style sweet tea, nectar of the gods. Oh, my God. Oh. That stuff will kill you. Oh. <laughs> that stuff will take you down. Oh. It'll, it'll it's knock whatever you, out. you I'm, relate to is I'm, comfort food from your childhood, I think. I'm floating yeah. in heaven right now. I never had any comfort food from my heaven. Uh, you know, the closest comfort food I could ever think of would be a um, a toaster. What what were those? Oh, pop ups pop, or pop up, yeah. pop-ups. pop ups? Was it pop ups? Pop tarts. Pop tarts. And I never knew. So my mom never really cooked. All she cooked was a steak and baked potato when my dad wanted it. And God bless her soul. And she's still alive with us today. However, she just never was a really good cook. And she would give me those those pop tarts in the morning. Okay, and she never ever once put it in the the, the, the toaster. toaster. I never knew that it went in the toaster. I just wow. thought it was a cute ad so, campaign. So you ate it cold, huh? I ate it cold because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. And and finally, like my senior year, a friend of mine was like, "I've been meaning to say something to you for a while." <laughs> that's hilarious. But um, Ashley, what what, what are you, what that's are you doing? A new one. And I'd be like, "What do you mean?" And as I'm opening that silver package, and here's an admission from Ashley, <laughs> and it was the frosted cherry ones that I always liked. And I would eat that, and they'd be like, "You know that you put them in the in the in the in the toaster." And I go, "What?" <laughs> and they go, "You put them in the toaster." I go, they go, "Did your mom never?" And I go, "She just hands me a silver package, and t- t- tells me to go to school because it was in a little silver package. You know, you have three of them mm-hmm. in a box." 
And they were like, dude, you, we got to do something. So one, one day my friends all like, they get the toaster and they stick it in there and they're like, this is what it's supposed to taste like. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> this is what it's supposed out. to taste like. Yeah. This is what it's really about. I've been missing out for all these years. My mother never once said anything about a toaster. She's like, here, eat this and shut up, kid. Yeah. I mean, it could have been frozen for all I knew and I was mm. still eating it, you know? I mean, but, it's interesting what we consider what we comfort food. It is, it is. And, and you know, speaking of comfort food, I mean, you're talking about the buttery sauces, you know, and all the good stuff. It's like, oh, it tastes so good. See, it doesn't taste good to me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, it I love me. it too. I, mean, I don't like it. Butternay sauce, hollandaise sauce, yeah. Yeah. bring like it, it on. I, I used to like it. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, like, I don't like it anymore. Like, like you, you, could, you, uh, you know, French food, you know, we think mm-hmm. of as, you know, real high, you know, high class food. I mean, anything tastes good if you soak it in a pound of butter. Anything okay. tastes right. good if you fry it, okay? I mean, you can, you know. like, I, like, you can fry a boot. I can take Gary's shoe right now that he's been walking around in and take the sock and fry it, and somebody's going to say it's okay, you know? This is delicacy. <laughs> yeah, it's bad for you. I mean, like, I don't like the taste of it because I know what it's going to do to me after I eat it. So I know that after 20 or 30 minutes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel awful. I mean, I recently had a cookie. Two cookies, actually. Okay. I don't know if I should be <laughs> honest about the cookie company, right? Yeah. But it's an organization confess, that confess. sells a bunch of cookies every year. <laughs> okay. okay. That's all gotcha. we're going to say. And a friend of mine said, hey, I have three boxes of said cookies over here. Would you like a box? I said, no, 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 no. But I said, I'll open up and I'll have one. Well, I ended up having two. After I had the two, I turned over the box and realized I had just eaten 140 calories on two little small, mm-hmm. tiny uh, cookies. Calories Man. of... Of what? stuff. Yeah. And, and, and the ingredients was like, you know, um, if you look at the paragraph, it would have been probably like 10 sentences long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I look at that, and literally within 10 minutes, I started getting a headache. I started feeling nauseated. And it just started coming in a wave. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. And I drank the water that I had, and I waited it out for about 45 minutes, and I finally stopped feeling like crap. But I don't know what's in it. I don't know what's in it, but it's not good. It's not good for you. I mean, my body was like, what in the heck is this? I mean, this isn't, this is not World War III. This isn't the last food you have. Why are you putting this into my body, you know? Plastic food. It's awful. It was, oh, it was bad. So, you know, the last thing I really want to talk about is just starving yourself for overeating. You got to figure out which side of the module are you. Are you in, are you eating what's right for you and eating enough food? Are you eating adequate enough for your body, for the body size, for your weight, for your ability, for your brain to work? Or are you, on the other hand, are you starving yourself? And I know there's a lot of women and there's some men out there that do starve themselves on a daily basis. They undereat to keep a certain physique. Um, maybe they're also taking certain medications to try to uh, eliminate that, that craving and, that, and, the, and what they eat. And unfortunately, what happens is they get thin and, and they're not fit. So there's a difference between thin and skinny, flabby, and, and fit. Well, and so that's a, that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you're looking at an evolutionary uh, uh, you know, mechanism of the human body, okay? When humans evolved, and you, you didn't know when your next meal was going to come, all right? And uh, so, like, if you had a drought or whatever, uh, so, therefore, if, if you starve your body, uh, then your body thinks, okay, you know, uh, the, the next chance I get, I'm going to gorge because I don't know what the next time that I'm going to have to eat. So, so that's why, okay, you go through the starvation diet and you may lose a few pounds, then, then, you know, you'll binge and put it right back on. Or you're always unhealthy. Yeah. Right. You're because you've unhealthy. changed your metabolism. Right. 
And, and it doesn't work. I mean, you know, I'm talking about people. I remember like Karen Carpenter and people like those talk about that. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's, that, but that's real. There are people out there still to this day, maybe not to that extreme level, but there kind are still Kind of funny women. that our band was named Bread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not supposed to laugh about that. <laughs> Boo, yes. Boo, yes. It was named Bread, right? Yeah. It's a food. Exactly. I mean, it could have been named it's food. Food issues. It could have been food. You know, I mean, it's sad that people go through that, and that's also, you know, a body dysmorphic disorder and other issues where you're looking in the mirror seeing a fat person when there is no fat person there. But you know, you have to figure out what's right for you, and whether it's certain foods that benefit you, that seem to fuel the energy, that allow you to get from point A to point B. I mean, sometimes people don't need to be eating carbs. Some people need to eat carbs. Some people should be eating a solid vegetarian diet. Some some people need to be eating some meat as protein. You need to figure that out because it all depends on you, the, the way that you metabolize, metabolize things, as well as maybe checking out your blood type. What blood type are you? And you can do some research on that because sometimes different blood types um, are better with different types of food. And there's a lot of books out there. I wouldn't just go with one book. I would actually go and do a mass research on that and then actually try the food out and do an experiment of how do you feel when I eat this. Do I feel good? Do I feel bad? When I eat this, do I feel sluggish or do I feel open-minded? Do I feel clear-headed? When I eat this, do I seem to have an allergic reaction? When I eat that, does my metabolism seem to slow down or speed up? And you can actually write this down in a journal. You can have a health journal. It's okay to write about your health. Write it down and figure out what's best for you and what works. I mean, I think it's very clear because you have to take your health in your own hands. Nobody else can do it for you. Nobody can tell you this is a surefire thing and you have to to eat this way otherwise you're not going to be healthy you got to eat to what's best for you gary is a great show tonight i enjoyed being here and great things to think about yeah and thanks very much for coming by and i just think that all in all if you eat well just remember that eating is all the basis of understanding what to eat what you need to avoid and what you need to incorporate it's all about being healthy and listeners, don't miss Friday's show. We have a great show for you coming up on Friday. But also, starting back this coming Tuesday, we're going to continue the concept of how to be healthy. We're going to continue with being authentic. You know, we've discussed honest, we've discussed eating, and now we're going to discuss authentic and how to add that into your healthy living. So stay tuned because I don't want you to miss any part of this. And by the way, guess what? We appreciate you listening and Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess. will be back in. We'll be back this time in uh, three shakes. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.